Podcast land, and welcome to another episode of Jesus and Coffee. Amen. This is a daily devotional Bible study where I dig into the scriptures, enjoy some good coffee, and get my day started. I am a Christian, a husband, a father, and a grandfather, among other things. This is simply my morning devotion recorded so that maybe something that I notice or say will be used by God to touch you and give you fuel for your busy, busy day. So if you love Jesus and you love coffee, this is the place for you. Come on in, grab your Bible and your coffee and join me. If you don't love Jesus and or coffee, come in anyway. You just might hear something that will make your day better than it might have been. That's John Waller in the background there. I love John Waller. I hope you love his music too. He's a great Christian brother. My wife and I met him a couple years ago at a free concert that he gave at a church just for a free will offering. That's a good guy. Just a regular man. Just a regular good guy. Please support him. Go to his concerts. Buy his music. He's down to earth, and he loves Jesus, and he loves coffee. Only you make me come alive. Only you can satisfy. It's a supernatural high. Jesus and coffee, amen. Okay, let's get started. Today, I will once again be reading from the ESV, the English Standard Version of the Bible, John Chapter 6, I'm going to start in verse 12, go through 21. Okay, let's pray. Almighty God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your word. Change us with your word, because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your word, because we desperately need to hear your voice, and reveal yourself to us from your word, because we desperately need to know you. Amen. And when they had eaten their fill... He told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, this is indeed the prophet who was to come into the world. Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. 
When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. I'm just a regular guy. I'm nothing special. I'm a guy who loves Jesus, happens to also love coffee. I love that John Waller song, so I figured I'd title my podcast, Jesus and Coffee, Amen. But the reason I'm doing this podcast is I thought it would be interesting to share my perspective on the scriptures with other people. What I try to do when I'm reading the Bible and what I'm trying to share with all of you who are listening is the amazement, the excitement, the incredible things that are happening here. We sometimes read the scriptures in a ho-hum way. Oh, there's two barley loaves, uh, barley loaves, two fish. And what are we going to do with them? Uh, he fed all those people. Big deal. But these are big deals. These things that are, he's recording here are incredibly significant. And I want to bring back the amazement because that's what I do for myself is bring back the amazement. If you were listening yesterday, you may have noticed that I went back to verse 12, which I read yesterday, uh, because I want to comment on some of the things there. In verse 12, it says that he fed these people and gathered up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. They had eaten their fill from five loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus feeds many thousands of people, somewhere between 10 and 15, and I explained that yesterday. If you didn't hear it, hear it. Just play yesterday's podcast. And they all ate their fill. They didn't just get a little snack. They were filled. They were rubbing their bellies. Oh, man, that was good. From five loaves of bread and two fish. This is incredible. We need, as Christians, to see the incredible, amazing things that are happening here and have awe and wonder. In verse 14, they said, they talk about the prophet. This is indeed the prophet. Now, that has been mentioned a few times in John's Gospels. So I just want to make sure you understand that. It comes from Deuteronomy 18, 15. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. So they had been waiting for the prophet. And they're sure now that he is the prophet. In verse 15, it says, Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. I've said a number of times in this podcast series, Jesus is the discerner of hearts. He knows what's on their minds. He knows what they want to do. And he didn't come to be a political messiah. He didn't come to be a physical king ruling Israel at that time and kick out the Romans and make it a political power again in the world. He came for a different purpose. That's why he constantly says, my time has not yet come. He even said that on his first miracle to his mother. My time, it's not my time. So he doesn't want them to do that. So he withdraws by himself to the mountain to get away from everybody. 
I just want you people to be amazed like I am, like the people who were there were. All those people ate their fill of five loaves of bread and two fish. Then in verse 19, when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat. They saw him as again in the dramatic present, which means John wants you to see the, as if it's happening right in front of you. This is a dramatic thing. Could you imagine being in a boat? You're rowing four miles out into the water and you see somebody walking across the water. I don't know about you, but I would probably mess up my pants if I hadn't read this already, didn't know it was Jesus. But they didn't know what was going on. This is real. This is happening now. Again, it's the dramatic presence. Holy moly, look at this. It looks like there's somebody walking on top of the water. Oh, man. Scared? Of course they're scared. Who could be doing this? Because they didn't know Jesus well enough yet. And when he says, it is I, do not be afraid, they relax, they hear his voice. He says, my sheep hear my voice. Again, dramatic present, a very significant event. John wants you to see it as if it's happening before your eyes, as if you were one of the people in that boat, scared, stiff, because you saw someone actually walking on the water and then hearing the voice of the master, it is I, do not be afraid. And they were glad to take him into the boat. If I was in that boat, and I dare say, if any of you were in that boat in the same situation, you see a guy walking across the water, you're going to be pretty scared. And then when you find out it's him, you're going to be really glad to take him into the boat. And immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. Immediately. They didn't have to row anymore. Boom. Jesus gets in the boat and they're at the dock. These are amazing things. These are incredible things. Christian, think about how amazing the Bible is. Have the wonder. Feel the awe. Get excited about what we're reading here, what you read. When you read the Bible, dig into it and make it come alive for you because that's what the author wants. Oh, God, be glorified. Use these podcasts in some small way for somebody. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Thank you all for listening to Jesus and Coffee. Amen. It's 6.16 in the morning, and I'm about to leave for work. Before I go, I want to say that if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email me at jesusandcoffeeamen at gmail.com. That's J-E-S-U-S, the letter N-C-O-F-F-E-E-A-M-E-N at gmail.com. Or you can send me a tweet at Jesus and Coffee Amen. Spelled the same way, except there is no E in Amen, because Twitter won't let it be that long. Everything's got to be brief on Twitter. Thanks again for listening, and be blessed.